Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Christian Professionals Network. My name is Chimio Kwela, and this is a platform where we teach, raise, and train ethical, excellent professionals who take over their respective industries by applying practical Bible-based principles. So today, I'm going to be talking about something that I choose to title Neutral Tone. I don't know, should we say Neutral Tone or Tone Neutral? And um, I'm sure you're wondering, what is this about? And I'll start off with a story that I basically heard someone share with me and a group of people over the weekend. And um, he was basically talking about how in his workplace, he has been the one that has been delivering and churning out numbers and results that so far has been unmatched in the system. And when the executives and top management ask him, how have you been doing this? And he's like, it is God that has helped me to do this because truly it is and it has been God. And the interesting thing is there has been times where his faith, because he's very bold about his faith, and there has been times where the system and the people in it have been borderline sarcastic about it. And some of you probably understand what I'm talking about, but we'll delve into it a bit further. Be borderline sarcastic, and I think he's also clergy, so that sometimes it would be a case of uh, is it your faith we're here to talk about, or is it work we are here to do? However, God, uh, He also understands the important, He understands that as a Christian, you have the spirit of excellence that makes you outstanding. Imagine if, just imagine for a second, if He was or He is that bold about His faith. But when it comes to results and outputs, he's basically at the tail. He's trailing behind the worst performer. He's not the worst performer. He's trailing behind the worst performer, which makes him the worst, worst. I'm just trying to paint a scenario performer. And then he's now being so loud and bold about his faith. Just imagine how that, just paint that picture in your mind for a minute. And unfortunately, that is what it seems to have been in the workplace for a while now where we basically have tainted that image of being a christian professional with mediocrity so power work and lack of excellent output and on, on unfortunately it's supposed to be the other way around and i was just so thrilled when i was hearing him say that oh that he's very bold about his faith he does not um, hide it under a table. You know that thing that the Bible says that no man can put lights in Matthew chapter 5 and hide it under a bushel. You don't literally light a candle and you put it under a bushel or under your cupboard or in a place where it will not shine. If you carry the light of God, as long as you carry the light of God, you, you are expected to shine. Not just in your faith. Your faith should produce results in every other areas of your life especially and including the work that you do out there in this world your day job you know we have talked about that um john chapter 9 verse 4 while it is day jesus said while it is day i must do the work of him that sent me so your day job it's ideally should be tied to the work of him that sent you also so it's 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 very 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 important for us to be intentional about representing through our results 
representing through our results. So we don't put ourselves in a position where people get the opportunity to mock our faith. No matter how much people want to mock someone like that in that system, his results are irrefutable. It cannot be argued. He said that he has delivered numbers and figures that no one within the system, even the ones that are doing other means to get things done or to get work done, have not been able to match it. And he says it boldly that it is God. Do you know what that reminds me of in the scripture? It reminds me of Daniel. I'm sure most of you that have listened to me over, over some time know that. Daniel is like my person. He's like my guy. When we get to heaven, I really need to have a one-on-one conversation with him to get more insights and details because he's just one of those exceptional career professionals in the Bible that whenever I read a chapter, a verse, a story really in the book of Daniel, it just inspires and opens up my spirit in terms of knowledge and desire for excellence in a different way. And it just reminds me of when he got to Babylon and he made an intentional resolution not to be neutral tone. So what do I mean by neutral tone? It's that case of, uh, when you are a bit subtle here and there. I'm not saying that when you get into your workplace, you carry a placard on your forehead and you're shouting, I am a Christian, I'm a Christian. There's a favorite quote that I have must have shared on this platform before that was basically put out there by a popular man of God. He says, preach the gospel as often as necessary and where relevant, use words. Basically, your life is the message. How you interact with your colleagues, how you manage your stakeholders, how you deliver your work, your outputs, your outcomes, the quality of your work, your skill set. That's the real message. That's the real evangelism. Because when we say this thing at times, we make it look like I have to carry a placard on my head or you basically shake every of your colleague. Good morning, I'm a Christian. Good morning, I'm a Christian. If that is what rocks your boat, please, by all means. However, there's also another quote that I heard. It's from a book. I think it's from, is it, is it Tom Keller? Is it Tim? No, it's Tim Keller, not Tom Keller. I hope I got his name correct. Tim Keller, um, Every Good Endeavor. And honestly, as a Christian professional, you should read that book. It's an amazing book. Someone recommended it to me and I picked it up. And I'm so grateful that I, I basically got to know about that book. And he said something. I hope I quote it right. I'm just going to paraphrase. He says that if you're a Christian pilot, your primary job is to land the plane before you start proclaiming Jesus over the microphone. So basically, I think he put it this way. like, if you're a Christian pilot, your primary job is to land the plane, not to proclaim Jesus over the microphone. And then I now basically added my own additional caveat that your primary job is to land the plane. And when you land it against all odds, and then you're getting those applause, you know that applause of, ah, it was turbulent, or this is impossible, or this plane could have crashed. But because you're so skilled, you're so exceptional, and you pull through and you deliver a smooth landing, then that's the perfect time to say that no man can do these things except God be with him. But imagine you start shouting Jesus over the microphone and people are not even having any faith in you in the fact that you can land the plane. So basically, your skill sets and the way you do your job and the way you just generally live your life is the first message you put out there to show that you are. A Christian professional. Daniel, and, and it's something that requires, in, it's an intentional resolution. It's a resolve you have to make. Like in Daniel chapter 1, when Daniel said, he says he, Daniel resolved in his heart. He had made that decision in his heart that he will not compromise. 
And while he was doing that, he was engaging stakeholders the proper way in line with the principles and the policies of the company. He was not breaking rules because he was a Christian. He was not cutting corners. He was not being subservient. He was not being mediocre. However, he had made an intentional resolution. It must be a resolve for you that I am not going to be neutral tone about who I am. You know that beige neutral, like, yeah, it's not that here. Let's just keep it flat. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it silent. Let's keep it neutral, tone neutral. And the truth is, like here, we're always so real. Most organizations, to a large extent, request and require that from us. Because from a branding perspective, yeah, especially as you go higher, it's more of a case of, mm, we want you to represent us more than you represent your faith. They might not say it outrightly because, of course, nobody would want to interfere with your freedom or your own personal values, especially when you are delivering and delivering exceptionally. However, Daniel was so good. He had first made his resolve that he was not going to be neutral tone about his faith and his identity. He was not shoving it down people's throats. He was not putting their face. He was leaving it out. He was literally applying it practically. You know that thing we see that here, we raise ethical, excellent professionals who will rise by practically applying the scripture. So his life and his demeanor, his posture, his choices, his decisions, and more importantly, his results and output and outcome. Output, outcome. So output is um, activities. Outcome is the result of the activities. So typically, when you're putting together your KPI, I hope that you took these into consideration. And I, I think, I hope I shared it when we were talking about KPIs earlier in the year. When you're setting your KPIs. Now, let's let's digress a little to talk about the technical bit of work because here we basically, God, God gives us all the knowledge that we need to be exceptional Christian professionals. When you're setting your KPIs, at times you can, so this is a sidebar before we go back to Daniel. <laughs> when, at times you can get carried away with just stuffing it up with outputs alone however if you want your results to be clear tangible and measurable because you know you can have a year full of activity you've just been busy doing work you've been doing this you've been doing that you've been doing what everybody else wants you to do but at, when it comes to half year or quarterly review or year-end review you cannot translate that into tangible outcomes of how that has impacted the system or your team's um, goals or your enterprise or organizational goals. So whenever you're setting your KPIs, if you need to tweak it or go and review what you have set so far, because we're already almost in half year, this might be a good time to still consider that. You put in your output, that's the activity. So I am going to deliver this project. I am going to um, run this system. I have, so it it's, could be different things. I don't want to use any specific example because, of course, it's very diverse KPIs across the different skill sets and um, areas of work that we deliver. So I am going to deliver this road shoes. I am going to deliver this framework. I am going to deliver this. That's an activity. That's output. What is the outcome of that? Oh, delivering this framework, that means um, cost savings of 50% on maybe shared services or 
in one part of the your industry um, um, of your department or function so this framework when it is put in place will lead to 20 percent 30 percent 40 percent 50 percent cost savings or operational cost savings or um, expenses or something as a result of this framework that's the outcome that is what will be measured so this activity of delivering the framework has led to 40, 20, 30, 50% cost savings on the operational cost of your function, of your department, or of your organization. That's the outcome that is going to be measured, and that is the outcome that is going to be appraised and rewarded. So if you cannot tie your outfit or the activities that you have in your KPI to clear tangible outcomes, at times it can be two or three um, activities or three, two or three outputs that will lead to one outcome. Say maybe your overall outcome in terms of um, measurable outcome for the years, um, deliver a center of excellence or deliver shared services or maybe um, your yeah, scrum master, um, zero, what do people call that thing again? Error margin or something. Basically, maybe there used to be error margins as high as say 50% or 90 and you want to reduce it to 10%. You can now decide to have three, four outputs or activities that would lead to 10% maximum error margin or basically deliver a center of excellence where we'll save, say, $50,000 or $100,000 across the system. That's your target, to save $50,000 in cost savings through efficient processes and systems and maybe shared services. And that will help you drive <coughs> cost savings, excuse me, that would lead to you saving. So your outcome is $50,000 cost savings. What's the percentage of that $50,000 compared to what the budget was last year? What was the expenses for the last year? So that $50,000, what percentage? Is that um, 20% cost savings? Is it 30? Is it 40? That's your outcome. So all your activities are feeding directly into that clear outcome. You can have one, two, three four clear outcomes fed in by the various outputs that you have so yeah um just a sidebar on that i hope that um has given someone to, some insights so don't get busy with activities running around all over the place delivering events projects activities and at the time of appraisal you can't measure it with clear outcomes for you to go and say i have done so much work for you let me name my wages your outcomes must be clear to the system also it must be aligned with your function your team's goals your enterprise and organizational goals you can't be running a parallel system so as clear as your outcomes are they should also be clearly aligned to the basically it's like um a funnel it should feed in all the way up to the enterprise or system or organizational goals or your functional team's goals okay i hope that helped someone so back to my point on daniel his outputs and his outcomes were literally unmatched, unquestionable. When his other colleagues were struggling, he was he was always the go-to person. Go and call Daniel. Go and ask Daniel. Ah, he will save all of us from being killed. Go and call Daniel. He will save all of us from being sacked. Even after several tenures, that feedback was still basically standing strong on over his head. But he was never neutral tone about his faith. And it's not like he was shoving it in people's faces. It was the outputs, the outcome. So that's why I was explaining that his outcomes were so tangible. You could not argue it. And it got to a point, even people that didn't like him or that were jealous of him, his colleagues that were jealous of him in the system, I think that's Daniel chapter 6, they could directly trace his outcomes and output to his faith. 
he literally didn't need to throw it when they were trying to nitpick and find fault on how to take him down what do we do to take this guy down how do we take him down how do we take him down and they couldn't find anything they couldn't find nothing and they said you know what this guy is flawless the only way we can take him down is to go to his source his faith even they knew non-christians knew that his source the source that was influencing this output and outcome that they were seeing which was outstanding and unmatched within the system was his faith so he was not neutral tone about it remember in chapter one he had resolved it was a resolution he made an intentional resolution that he was not going to be neutral tone about his faith and bible says after he did that god now gave him favor and showed compassion on him with even the key stakeholders and then gave him wisdom from verse one they started finding him 10 times better how do you question someone's resolution when they are delivering 10 times greater results than their peers just like that story that i started out with how do you tell him oga you cannot go close early today to go for midweek service when his numbers are literally on the board of the unmatched in this system you can't question that so you must be intentional as a christian professional in your resolve not to be neutral tone however let your outputs and your outcomes validate that where the sarcasm where the criticism and where the mockery sets in is when you are basically shouting over the microphone first that jesus is lord and you crash the plane referencing that example in from tim keller's book so we must make sure that we are not neutral tone let our lives and in the workplace now specifically for you as christian professionals let your output and outcome be the message so much so that they can trace it directly to your faith just like the way you was always able to easily draw the dots for daniel he was so exceptional and impeccable in his results the only dots they could connect to for him to have achieved that has to be this guy's faith because he was intentional and resolute from day one and then god helped him he obviously to put in the work so i i hope this has blessed someone today both the real life story that all of my real life story because daniel's story too is a real life story that happened years 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 ago so i i hope this this gives someone some clarity because at times i feel like christian professionals struggle on how to bring in their faith they make it look like the faith faith is like an addendum an add-on you have to include what you do no it's the way you do what you do every single day. The choices, the decisions, the activities, your output and your outcome are the ways you express your faith in the workplace. Remember Jesus in John chapter 3 when Nicodemus, a hater, like a colleague, senior colleagues that used to hate him because his output and outcome was so, it was, it was exceptional. It was undeniably excellent. He had to sneak at night because he didn't want the other colleagues to see him. That's how much they hated him. But the results were just so, so irrefutable that he had to come and ask. He said, no man can do these things you do except God be with him. That is your results. You can only connect it to one dot. God has to be with you, even though we don't like you. Your output and your outcome is one of the major ways you can express and live out your faith in the workplace after you have made an intentional resolve to do so like Daniel did. So I hope this has blessed someone. Oh, yeah, we're under 20 minutes today. <laughs> um, God bless you. 
Let's go out there and excel, shine, take over as the Christian professional that God has made us to be. Remember, God makes you the head, but you have to put in the work to stay above only and not beneath. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.